Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24, quarantine edition of another shitty podcast. The Lakers are probably about to win the finals, so let's just call this the Kobe edition. Rest in power, my man. We miss you very much. This episode is going to be fun and opinionated. I am Nick Grace. Really soon you're going to hear Trent Bruce. Let's get into this shit. What's up, Trent? Hi, Nicholas. <laughs> Happy episode 24 to you, sir. Kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So crazy. that's holy shit. That's six months worth of quarantine episodes. Holy shit, it is. Yeah. Yikes. We thought we were gonna do this for like five, five of these. I know. I know. I bet you. I could. I can hear you just fine, but you are pixelated as hell. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. But your audio is good. Everything looks fine on my end, but what else is new? I'm sure something something bad will happen on my end. Some, you you look like a Minecraft character. That is like all blocky. That's amazing. That's, I've been seeing a lot of Minecraft memes about Super Mario, and I don't understand them. What's up, Elaine? I don't even know why I brought that up. Maybe you guys probably don't understand it either. But welcome to episode 24 of another shitty podcast, Quarantine Edition. Dude, I bet you, by the time we're done with this, we will have done more quarantine episodes than regular episodes. Wow. You think? Yeah, I mean, we're already at 24. And I think we were at 30-something-ish regular episodes. Really? I thought we did like 50 or something. No, we did 25 for the first season. Oh yes. And then it was somewhere around this in the middle of the second season or towards the end that we that we got caught with this. Yeah. So how's everybody doing? I hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, we got a we got a bunch of people on today. Yeah. Um dude, things are going well. Um we got a lot to, a lot to talk about. I don't know if you saw the little sheet that we got, but we have a lot to talk about. What's up, Shano? Yeah, we sure do. I like that sharp hat. That is nice. Thank you. Detroit. Yeah, what is what is with the hats that the little rope across it just is like it does it for this? me. This? Yeah, it just reminds me of like that's like shit. every I feel like every other hat that my grandpa had had the little like rope on there. Yeah. It adds a touch of class. You know? Yeah. <laughs> touch a touch of class for your ass. That's what I it don't is. think class is a word, but it's just like it's old school for some reason. I know. I don't know what it is about it. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> I don't know what what makes it 
why they even did that in the old school times back in the olden like, days then then it's like it's just like a you could glue a pipe cleaner to your hat and yeah. it's like already already like i'm into it maybe you put stuff underneath it and hold it there i always refer to those hats yes the captain well, hats. i like the ones you Jolly have, Oli. you have a midland hat that has it as well i think and then it also has the scorpion things along the brim yeah for the bill that you also see yeah. on captain hats, but usually it's like wings or some sort of thing. Should I wear? Should I wear it right now? I wouldn't hate it if you did. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Hey, sweetie, have you met my friend? His name's Fashion. Fashion. There we go. Fashion. Hat, hat boys. Fashion. Well, Jolie just popped on. Happy belated birthday to friend of the pod. And world heavyweight champion of the Chili Club, Jolie, a.k.a. the Neon Demon. Jolie Oli Oli. Jolie Oli Oli. Dude, let's, uh, we got a good little group of folks on here. You want to get into it? Let's get into it. Do I sound fine on your side, Nicholas? You sound great. What's up with what's your up week? What's up with your week? What's, what's up, up with, with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your mother fucking 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 week? R rated. <laughs> I don't think our family's on yet, so I was like, "Hey, let's get get away with it." Some of my <laughs> some of my family listens to the the re, the re uh, listens to the podcast, so they'll get it anyway. They don't. They, well, there oh, there's go. there's your mom. Boom. Hey, hey, just in time. My mom's on here. What's up, Dandy? Young? How is everybody doing today? Trent, what's going on in your week, man? Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't see her pop up on my end. It's like she heard me swearing from Missouri. Oh, it doesn't say she's on here. On here. That's weird. Everyone else sees my mom. Um, what's going on with my week, man? Uh. <laughs> uh let's see here so for everyone who uh made an order for another shitty podcast handmade hand glazed coffee mug oh there's my mom, hey, mom. <laughs> it, it, it's just like it was like a beetlejuice moment like <laughs> if trent's swearing profusely my mom's gonna show up that's hilarious <laughs> um yeah, if you ordered another shitty podcast coffee mug, they should be in the mail. I would say um, no later than the end of the end of the week. So hopefully by today or tomorrow, they'll be shipping out. They're shipping from Indiana. So if you live on the West Coast, it might take a couple more days. But if you're back home in the Midwest, Missouri, Michigan, Indiana area, or Ohio... Those states, uh, they might be to you sooner than later. So, um, big shout out to Cameron Robinson. Um, he's helping out with that, and he made them. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are interested, sh- shameless plug here, if you're interested in a second round, which we already have pre-orders, which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah Caitlin got herself a mug. Um, if you guys are interested in pre-ordering round number two of the mug, it's the same mug. We just have to do it in small batches because they are handmade. 
Uh, also, Cameron is a husband and a new father, so it just takes a lot of time. And he's got a full-time job. And, get this, Cameron just became an ordained minister. He's ordained. Good for him. Man, he's got a lot yeah. on his plate. It takes. Uh, it took him, he said, about three years. Wow. So it's it's a pretty rigorous prog- uh, process. So, uh, but he could, he can marry us and bury us. <laughs> not only were these made with uh, with care and handcrafted, they're also made with the hands of the Lord and the guidance of God. Quite literally, yes, they were. <laughs> they are they are sort of like holy grails in that way. They are. Oh, we should, we should make money off of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we should put on one side it should say holy grail, and on the other side it should say holy shit. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um. Oh, what's up, Jose? Javi's on here. Manny's on here. We've got a lot of guys on here. A lot of folks on here today. That's great. So yeah, if you ordered your mug, it'll be to you very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the next probably five to seven days. Um, if you'd like to order um, for round two, hit us up, and uh, we're excited, man. We we sold out like that the first round, yep. so very very thankful. Thanks for everyone who bought one. And if you'd like one and you didn't get one the first round, hit us up. Yeah, thank you everybody for supporting the podcast in general, and and special thanks to everyone who bought a mug. We cannot wait to get them in your hands. And shout out to Jose right here, yeah, who uh, who shot all those beautiful photos. Um, of the mugs. Yeah. Okay. I, I knew Chris was going to say that. You were talking about Holy Grail. I knew he was going to say that. Okay. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to let him steer this conversation right now. Yeah. Back to Jose. Um big shout out to him because he took some fantastic pictures and are as as good as the mugs look, they look so much better when they're done by a professional in the studio. Those those yeah. photos. So You mean not by, you know, to Two doofuses like us just right. trying to get a portrait mode photo on an iPhone. Hey, man, it yeah. takes a village. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, moving on here. Uh, doing family movie week, right? Mm-hmm. And last week, uh, the movie of the week was David Fincher's Gone Girl. And I actually hadn't seen it until last week. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of those movies that. It came, it went, and it, it was always on my to-watch list. And for those who haven't seen it, I obviously won't get too far into it. But just like every other David Fincher film, uh, that movie was absolutely insane. Uh, there are a couple scenes in there that are going to be burnt in my... Uh, what's up, Steph? What's I got up, your brother, brother Mike? Here too. Yeah, we got hats on today. Hat club. Hat boys. It's all about the strap. Um, it's all about, yeah... Got the little rope right there. Um, but yeah, I watched Gone Girl for the first time, and uh, that was yeah, it's best to watch. Was yeah, it was uh, it was not the best movie to watch. It is not a rom com. No. Um, yeah, that that was intense. The one scene, everyone who's seen it, have you seen it, Nicholas? Yes, I have. The I'll just say the one scene with Neil Patrick Harris. That's all I'll say. I won't say what happened. Uh, that was just absolutely uh scarring for life mm-hmm. uh i knew something was going to happen i didn't think that was going to happen um yeah what what a uh cl- classic fincher man you know had you on a 
had you on a roller coaster the whole time. Didn't know where it was going to end up. Yeah. Um, and it was filmed, a lot of it was filmed in southern Missouri, which was a, a oh. fun little, uh, yeah. So, uh, Mark Fincher, Richard. Does Fincher have a connection with Missouri? No, in the book, the, the story takes place. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so, actually, the town that Mark Richard went to school in, they filmed it there. And a lot of his friends were, like, extras. Yeah, Cape Girardeau. A lot of his friends were uh, extras in the scene where, like, the media is, like, mobbing the family. Oh, really? Yeah. What? So, and a fun fact mm-hmm. about the bar that Ben Affleck runs in that movie... Oh, the author's from the area. Cool. Um, The bar that uh, Ben Affleck runs is called The Bar. And uh, what's up, Jeff? And get this. So they built it for that production. Um, And then after the movie, they left it and someone actually bought it. And they're running it as a bar now. Well, then they must have built it up to code and everything. Instead of just doing a little makeshift, makeshift set, they built a real bar. Isn't that awesome? Usually, you like yeah. Okay, you you go visit the the spot like the the Seinfeld Diner. You know, was already there. Yeah, or, or uh, Hobbit but they Town. made that for the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I guess Hobbit Town they made for the movie. <laughs> Hobbit Town. <laughs> Hobbit Town, USA. You know, Seinfeld Diner, Hobbit Town, <laughs> same. Uh, Friends of the Pod, uh, Sarah and Sully, actually went to New Zealand and saw a lot of where um, they shot Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. Yeah. Check this out. Oh, shit. Jeff's you see Jeffrey? As we speak, they're packing up the mugs to see Hell yeah. Hell yeah, guys. Thank you, guys. That's we got exciting. a mini dab. Thank you we so much. We got a mini dab. I can't. I'm holding the microphone with my other hand. Okay. <laughs> um, What's up, Anyway. Cassie? got a good group of folks on here sure do um what else um i watched i had a little movie night with some other friends uh monday and we're watching like scary movies or horror movies for uh uh october gee thanks for the invite you bitch yeah, I, yeah. I, I i just got invited so yeah. apparently they've been doing it for a while and uh anselm's a part of this and so uh, we decided to watch Hush, which I've already seen. Um, but it's, have you seen Hush? It's no, great. we were talking about it last week, though. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. And I, I had no influence on that. Um, but I have to say, uh, watching it a second time, it's still very good. Yeah. But it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely not the movie to watch with a group Zoom movie party. Uh-huh. Um, because it's like one of those things where you know where people are like chiming in and talking and da da da. The whole movie is the the woman's deaf, and it's all like these like crazy quiet scenes and like little sounds here and there. And so it's yeah. like it's like probably like it was it was it was fun. I had a good time. It was a good movie, but not the movie to watch uh, <laughs> for that scenario. I got a question for you. Uh, when you do a Zoom watch, is it literally? a shared screen and you see everybody else or is it one of those scenarios where I think Netflix can do it you all start the movie at the same time yeah so it's called Netflix party so you all watch at the same time okay um, and hey hey and um, but then we had FaceTime on the side that's all we were doing okay 
yeah. So, um, but don't, I would say don't pick that movie. Um, again, great movie, but that's probably not a movie you should be talking over. He said, I thought it made it better. Well, well, there you go. Uh, (laughs) All the scares were possibly uh, talked over. Anyways, uh, random thought, just because of what I had for dinner last night, I think steak and potatoes, classic uh, American meal, classic Midwest meal, slash every dude loves it. If you can make a steak and potatoes, done deal. I think it's easily top three meal. Of all time. How do you take your steak? Medium rare. Good boy. Yeah. Proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I don't need to go the bright red and the, and the, the bloody, mm-hmm. but uh, if you're doing well done, it's like get a hamburger at that point. Yeah. Um, and anyway. It's a waste of, uh, a dead, of a good dead animal. Exactly. Um, what else? Oh, speaking of Tihom, saw Tihom for the first time in like eight months. You did? Uh, yeah, we had coffee on his rooftop, which was great. Him and Jenny moved to a new spot. Beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Um, Full on hopefully house, at some right? point. Uh, more like a condo kind of thing, okay. but very tall ceilings. And it was definitely a step up from like your generic... Uh, you know how every LA apartment has the same look, the same fucking cabinets, the same sink... The same paint, Where it's, everything. It's the white paint over everything, including the hinges. Uh huh. Every short film, every LA short film is the same setting. Yeah. It's not that. I was like, this is a fucking home. And so, uh, and then we just, you know, they let me peek in there and then we went and had coffee on the rooftop, which was really nice. That's awesome. Uh, it's crazy. I haven't Any seen cigars? him this whole time. No. Okay. He said he would have done it, but it was like nine in the morning. I was like, eh, this is not. I'll just stick with the coffee. I mean, I've done that. So, I yeah, I know. Um, what else? Um, oh yeah, I think I'm doing double beaches. I went to a beach last week. I may be going to a beach this week. Are you cheating on uh, a beach with another beach? Yeah, I've got a. I got. I got my. Uh, <laughs> I got my regular beach and I got my side beach. Hey. <laughs> Beaches be crazy, dude. Ugh. I got my top shelf beach, and then I got my, uh, you know, I got my, uh, what what is it called? Uh, shit. Your bat phone. I got <laughs> the phone, like the Walter White. Oh, I got one right here. I don't know why I still have that. Where is it? You have an old phone? Oh, yeah. Where is it? You dirty son oh, of no. a beach. Oh, it's right here. I got one of these phones. Wow. This is this is my first cell phone ever. And you just oh, you just hold on to it because because it's hilarious. Yeah. You know, you remember uh, Breaking Bad and they would make a phone call on this and then snap it. <laughs> Bat phone. Um. What else? We're playing D and D. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I would at least like to get on and say hello, have a beer or something. That'd be nice. Are you still doing Sober October? I am still doing Sober October. How is it? It is not easy working in a bar. Yeah. And being stressed out and managing the whole place, because I would love to reach for a beer every once in a while. Um, Yeah, right. But I think from that standpoint, it's good to not have to not uh, be able to take the easy way out and fall into a vice real quick. Yeah. 
But it is, you know, <laughs> I commend you. You probably feel phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sleeping hard right now. Yeah. And that, so that's um, nice. What else? Oh, um, I don't know if you love it as much as I do. This is just a random thought here. Uh-huh. That dude that, that dude that went viral on his like longboard with the uh, ocean spray yeah. with Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Did you see that ocean spray gave him a free truck? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And that, is, that, is <laughs> that is like so one cool. of my favorite I mean, things I'm sure, of the like, year. Any... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, maybe I'm going to jinx it by saying this, but like I'm sure... Like with every other scenario, when we find somebody who's like seems like a really great person, something will come along where they're just like actually a piece of shit. So I really hope that doesn't happen with this guy. <laughs> they um, take his truck back, right? Ocean spray because it just seems so positive and it seems so just fun and I, yeah. Who'd have thought that you can watch someone's longboard and up, drink Scott? fucking cranberry juice for fifteen seconds and it would make your day, you know? And then watch it like a hundred times yeah. over. And there's like all those, there's all these, everyone's making like, uh, I mean, Mick Fleet, Fleetwood did one. Um, I was, that made my fucking day, dude. Yeah. That made my day. There was one with the dude wearing a pumpkin on his head and he just throws, <laughs> have you seen that one where he just throws coffee in uh, his face? Yeah. It's, it's just fun. Um, Seems like good, good, good natured fun. Uh, last for me and definitely least, uh, the debates for last night the vp that's right um uh, this is more like a normal debate just politicking and you know still kind of talking over each other but that's to be expected mm-hmm. at least one guy wasn't shouting the whole time the other guy uh you know struggling to get words out of his mouth right um and uh like really who gives a shit we all know who we're voting for by this point um and everyone's freaking yeah. out about the fly um, of course, uh, my immediate thought when this thing went viral was Jeff Goldblum in the movie, The Fly. <laughs> have you seen The Fly? No, but I've seen the transformation scene a bunch of times and I know it's really old, <sighs> but I always see it and I'm, I get like grossed out cause, uh, you know, fuck, fuck. Yeah, that. it uh. is. Um, hey Maria, what's up? It is some of the best like practical effects of all time uh, yeah. and it's very disgusting too um but anyway that's what i got going on with my week how are you doing nicholas i'm doing well um just to hit on the debate real quick you know you're right everybody at this point knows who they're voting for you know my biggest takeaway from the night was fly aside was man how refreshing to hear two people actually just talk doesn't matter what they were saying. Doesn't matter if you agree with what they're saying or whatever. But there was an actual real debate and people weren't just yelling the whole time. That alone was refreshing. That that alone. So that's that was my take on the debate. And the fly was fucking hilarious. The moment it hit, I was like, oh my god. What's up, this Zach? Is, this is I know. shit. Um I so know. I am for people who are like, why is the black the the background black? And why is it like look different? Fucking, I'm not recording at my place again today. I'm recording at friend of the pod Brandon Erickson's place because my place is getting power washed and painted outside, so it's loud as fuck. 
and so special thanks to Brandon for letting me record here. If it's not one did thing, you wake it's up another. To that? I did. Yeah. If it's if it's not one thing, it's another with uh, Nick and the live podcast. Yeah. It's it's a weekly thing. Um, so that explains the the new background. Like Trent said, <laughs> I'm at, I am recording at Brandon's house using his internet. So we know it's not the internet. It is indeed my phone that is a piece of shit. So we've got that. Yeah. I just need a new phone. We all taking know this. Any recommendations? We all know this. <laughs> taking taking any recommendations that anybody has. Um, like Trent said, mugs getting sent out today as we just found out because Jeff's helping camp pack. So that's fucking awesome. Everybody ordered a mug. You're going to get those soon. Um, the takeout move, which is a movie that I filmed three years ago with friend of the pod, Jeremy Sless, which is how we met. That is finally done. <laughs> it's finally fucking done. We went and watched how the premiere. It? it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It could be improved. And we even sent a bunch of notes sure. to the director saying, like editing things like ways to clean it up audio wise cut wise all this kind of shit so it can be better but it's nice to see it done and to have a feature under my belt it's the movie is just a really simple plot but it's 50 percent fight scenes and it's so funny still um so i'm really glad that that's that it's over with and really grateful for the whole experience that i had on it also, I went to Family Style Fest, which was a double feature of Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2. What's up, Mom? Um, that was organized by my buddy Jan, also another friend in the pod. And it was yep. so fun. I haven't seen those movies in a, at least a decade. Oh, so, I, like, I, always I love those movies. They're so fun. And, you know, you forget, like, little intricate things with the, with the plot and, and everything and it was so cool. Jan hooked hooked us up. It was like he gave us Herschel duffel bags. He gave us free food, free milkshakes, free fucking teas, um, That's t-shirts, awesome. like all sorts of stuff. And then when it was over with, they while while they were tearing everything down, he let us hang out with the crew, and they plugged in their PlayStation to this big LED screen, and we were just watching dudes play NBA, NBA 2K and Call of Duty in the middle of downtown LA on this massive screen. It was... Holy shit. It was fucking tight. It was really fucking tight. Um, so, <laughs> shout out to Jan for that. I got a letter in the mail yesterday from cousin Gigi, my uh, my sister cousin. She sent me um, a letter that was literally just a cutout of a Jane Goodall article that she was she was flying in a plane one day and she just saw it and she knows that I love Jane Goodall and she sent me that and it was really touching so shout out to her um I love Jane Goodall I love Gianna so she knows me well she knows me very well uh-huh. and I miss her a lot um D&D tonight are we playing I don't know. I tell you what, if we're not playing, I would like to know ahead of time because if we're not playing, speaking of cousins, I had a cousin come into town yesterday. Oh and shit. I, and I didn't know until yesterday, which is pretty par for the course with our family. We just kind of do shit and we're like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm here." Um so my cousin Nicole came in from Texas and she's here to celebrate the life of one of their friends um who unfortunately passed away a year ago. Oh yeah. Oh my and god, yeah. 
Yeah, and so if we're not doing Dungeons and Dragons, I will be meeting up with them tonight. And if not tonight, I'll meet up with them at some point. But um, who knows what we're doing tonight? We'll see. Playing it by ear. And then I think I got a couple other things. Oh, um, wanted to shout out Gino Vigil. He also, he's a big supporter of our podcast. He bought a mug. He's got his own company called Gino's Sauce. And he's just outside. Sauce. Like, yeah, sauce. Outside of work, he works at the same restaurant I do. He's kind of making his own stuff, making his own gnocchi, making his own, um, making his own oh, gravy, shit. making his own sauce making his own limoncello, and he's selling it in packs on the weekend. So I just picked some up, and I have not yet tried it yet, but I'm super excited. A whole bunch of people have tried it. I've had some of his samples from weeks before. It's fantastic. Gino is super fucking Italian. Um, Hot sauce, pasta sauce, what kind of sauce? Pasta sauce. It's all, it's all Italian shit. So he's got like his Sunday, Sunday gravy, cool. and then he's got like his actual like marinara. Um, marinara. I can't fuck it. I'm a bad Italian. But shout out to him. Go look him up. Gino Sauce or Gino's Eats. He's got two. He's got two Instagrams. They're really affordable packs, and they sell out really fast as well. So can't recommend that that dude highly enough. Super awesome. Great quality shit. And then Thick Boys Cookies. We should be getting some cookies relatively soon, right? It's the it's the Halloween holiday pack. I think. Oh my God! Oh yeah. Put in a big. And I. Pack. I, I want to pat myself on the back. I won the naming contest of the caramel apple cookie. And it's called, officially called How About Them Apples. So I'm pretty proud of that. Hey, you should be. You're creative. That's, that's well, all I'm you, saying. dog. And it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't rigged. I just, I'm the best at naming cookies, dude. I mean, I think we could probably argue that it might be rigged. There's, you, I mean... I mean, I mean. Are you gonna Are you gonna Al Gore it right now, Al Gore? <laughs> I want to recount. Um, I'm excited to get my mouth on those fucking Florida. cookies. My, those girthy fucking <laughs> cookies. Um, I saw that God. I saw that they're thinking about making some merch, and I shouted them out the other, or I not shouted, I DM'd them, and I was like, "The shirts have to be made with this material, <laughs> and none of that soft cotton shit. It's got to be like heavyweight stuff." Yes. And uh, dude, they should do like a like champion. <laughs> champion makes some nice shirts. They should do a collab with another shitty podcast. You just do Thick Boys X. Another shitty podcast. You just um, gotta throw the X. Are we in. getting are we getting our own flavor anytime soon? That's all I gotta know. I mean we shout these guys out. Chris is right here. We shout we shout them out like it's uh like it's our fucking job. So all I'm saying is I think uh we need a we need a shitty podcast cookie. We need a promo code. Uh, you know. Would you rock a tank top? I think I, I need a like a bright fucking thick boys tank top that's my you're, my kind of you're vibe. a tank top boy i'm not really a tank top boy i'd like it to be if it's a, any kind of t-shirt and it's just got like oh if it was a pocket square t-shirt that would be that would be my this thing this shit takes time i know chris i know <laughs> <laughs> um shit flavored cookies is what caitlin said dude you know what's so funny about <clears throat> what she just said yeah. 
Uh, I've been on a deep dive of Nathan Fielder. I love Nathan for you. Um, he Who's did. That? You never watched Nathan for you on Comedy Central? Uh-uh. He's the guy that got uh, famous. Well, his big thing was uh, he made a Starbucks called Dumb Starbucks. And he literally just wrote the word dumb in front of like all the Starbucks and had the same uniforms, the same everything. And he, uh, he, it was a whole like parody lawsuit or whatever, but like he, it turns out he wasn't like in the wrong or whatever. Uh, but he has a whole show. It's so funny. It's like, it's very cringe, but it's like along the lines of like almost like a Borat kind of, but not as like, I don't know. He's so uh-huh. like monotone and deadpan. I fucking love it. But anyways, one of the episodes, he like tries to help biz- local businesses, right? And he comes up with these crazy ideas. Yeah. And one was a Froyo place. Yeah. One was a Froyo place, and he came up with a shit flavored Froyo. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy did it. The guy did it. It was crazy, dude. What's crazy is there's people out there that probably bought it, like Odell Beckham Jr. Hey. There's some people that would fucking buy that. Oh. Nasty motherfucker. That is all I've got going on in my week. So I guess it's time to send it over to Trent Bruce for this week's weather report. Nick needs a new phone so bad. Oh my god. Buy some coffee mugs so Nick can buy a phone. <laughs> yes, please. Let's pl- yes, please. Yep. Can you hear me? I'm assuming I'm doing the weather right me? now. Can you hear me? I'm just going to go know. ahead and do the weather. There's such a crazy delay, you know, from West Hollywood to here. Uh, the weather, you know, it's it's actually really nice. This is kind of my favorite kind of temperature right now where it's like a little chilly at night and you can bundle up. And it's just like, you know mid 70s in the day and it's kind of gray outside today which you know people complain about oh it's cloudy today but you know i like seasons and we never get seasons out here so it feels like groundhog today and so it's nice you know it's a little cloudy hopefully it's not smog or smoke because the whole state is still fucking on fire um but, you know i, I want to put a flannel on you know i want to <laughs> wear a light jacket that's the weather Thank you, Trent Bruce, for that amazing weather report. <laughs> no one does the weather like you, Trent Bruce, and we love you for it. We got some listener questions I'm today, always, my man. I'm always, like, so unsure. I'm just like... Uh, <laughs> we got some motherfucking listener yeah, we, questions today. We do. Let's see. What do we, what do we got here? I'll, I'll, um, pose you, I'll post to you the first one. How about that? Okay, you got to answer it too. All right. This is coming from my cousin, Maria Caruso, one of like roughly 40 cousins that I have. Is it better to be undressed or overdressed? And then she says, think about it though. So is it better to be undressed or overdressed? So my follow-up question is just in general, like day-to-day, I mean, I'm very, I I love not having to put a lot of clothes on. Um, 
I'm a hot boy, I run hot, so that's nice not to have a lot of clothes on. And usually when I'm overdressed, I'm probably sweating through those clothes, or we're at some function where you have to like play dress up and like, I'm gonna wear a suit. Um, I don't mind wearing a suit and stuff like that to weddings. That's fun, everyone's looking nice. But I would say in general, day to day, I'd rather be nude than, than overdressed. I would say that. Okay. All right. What about you, Nicholas? So I, I took Nick. it to the kind of like the extremes where I was like, oh, it must mean underdressed know, <laughs> all the time or overdressed. I could cure the, dr- the time. cure the drought here. Um, overdressed? Right. So I would say I would I would lean towards overdressed because I'm always just like, what if you find yourself in a super cold scenario and then you don't have any clothes and you're fucked? You won't. You don't though. You don't. You you, you know the weather. You're not gonna just. No, oh, I have to go in a cold box all day. You don't know that. As a weatherman, you should you should be more in tune no. with this. You never no. know, especially as in a weatherman. I know the weather. As a weatherman, I know the weather. <laughs> but when this apocalypse starts happening, it, weather could change at any point. You know. You I know? think you just want to be the next James Bond. You want to be the first American James Bond. Yes. Of course I do. Next question, Nicholas. <laughs> you can only sport you can only sport one hairstyle for the rest of your life. Is it a mullet or a mohawk and why? And that's from Caitlin. It is a mohawk. But I did think about this for a little bit. Mohawk basically, I mean cuz that's what I've got right now. Um however, I think you could make an argument for either because as we all know, fashion is cyclical. Right? It just works in cycles. Mohawks, super old school. Around since like the Native American times, or probably before. Mullets, around since the 80s. Which one of those is going to cycle back through first? I'm going to go with Mohawks and feel, and feel relatively comfortable with it. I too am going to say a Mohawk because I don't want hair on my neck. Because that's hot. I'll be sweating even more. But we all know who parties more. And that's people that, that wear mullets. So part of me would want to wear a mullet because so people knew that I am down to party. So but overall, I think a mohawk. Know. Just overall, just a mohawk because of temperature. Oh, I lost you again. There you are. All right. So. This is a question I have no idea what it's referencing, but it's from uh, the Beer oh. Baron. He, he says, how crazy was that Bellinger catch? It was a Dodger game the other night. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. Of, uh, the, of the Padres hit this crazy, what should have been a home run, to dead center field, which is the longest part of the field. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cody Bellinger had this awesome scoop over the, over the fence and, and caught the ball so it wasn't a home run. Oh, it was cool. incredible. Yeah. Is it like up there with... All the tri- is it up there with like a Willie Mays type thing? Like a, we'll remember this forever? Oh, yeah. Like that and Jim Edmonds and all that kind of shit. Wow. Um, yeah, Manny said all of life's problems revolve around sweat. That's pretty true. <laughs> um, uh, so I got one for you. It says... Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. It says, greetings, user. Looking for a good time with local singles? 
text hookup to, and there's a long phone number, and that's um that's from Mark Sipka. The answer is yes. Great. What's your answer? No. All right. <laughs> Sipka put that because I said no more robots, please. And so right. he, t- he typed out he typed out this whole robot message. These, which is hilarious. These the robots that like will randomly follow me and it's just it'll just be like, Hey sweet boy, look for fun sweet time. Boy. <laughs> Hi, sweet boy. <laughs> yeah. Look for fun time. I'm wearing no pants. And then it's just like text this number. It's it's so fucking Instagram has lost its mind. It's just Borat. I think we're roughly two years away from Instagram being what Facebook was or is now. Oh yeah. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. People are like it's it's deteriorating fast right before our eyes. Um, here's one from Caitlin again. What was the fly thinking when it was on Pence's head? I think the fly was thinking, yo, this is like the Shangri-La of shit. This is like the hotel. Like, this is like five-star pile of trash and shit. And I'm I'm, I'm just going to have some self-care. I'm going to have some self-love. And that's why he sat on his head for so long is that to the fly, that was like, the creme de la creme, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, um, pile of feces that he could uh, lather himself in. That's what I think the fly was thinking. Dude, no lie, that that fly dropped straight down and then didn't move for like two minutes. Two three minutes. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's not a fly. Something fell from the ceiling. Or something. Oh, but it was it was, a fly. it was like it was like taped on his head. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And the other thing is like, I mean, obviously he couldn't feel it because the fly wasn't moving, and everyone was too far away. Like, there's no way Kamala Harris could see it, and there's no way the moderator could, but we all could see it. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, yeah, that fly. I don't know what that fly was was thinking. Oh, it's white hair. Maybe he thought it was dog shit, like that white dog shit. Oh. Perhaps. I bet you that's like the that's like the fine wine of fly food, right? The white dog mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> the ghost poops. The ghost poops. Um, all right, so I got one for you uh-huh. and for me. This is from Thick Boys Cookie Company. You have to pick. Or how about let's do this? Let's let's make an order. Okay. 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 So these these are '90s comedies. Tommy Boy. Dumb and Dumber, Billy Madison, or Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. You go first, cause I, I got a little, I got a little bit here. Dumb and Dumber is number one. That's the number one '90s comedy. It's the number one. It's not even close, in my opinion. So Dumb and Dumber, then I've got Tommy Boy, then I've got Mrs. Doubtfire, and then I've got Billy Madison. That's my, that's my, cause I just. I, I do love Adam Sandler, but also there's only so much Adam Sandler I can take. We talked about this last week, yeah. There's a there's an aspect of his comedy that is just so annoying to me. 
I mean, I think we could we could do a whole list of just Jim Carrey movies in that mask yeah. and Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. Those are all bangers right there. So my yeah. order, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to say that I understand that Dumb and Dumber, pound for pound, mm-hmm. is the best comedy on that list. Pound yeah. for pound. Yeah, it's filled with jokes, hilarious, unique, one of a kind, stands alone. Yeah. For for me personally, what was heavier in my rotation growing up, and it is more nostalgic, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. So it goes for me. It goes Mrs. Doubtfire. Dumb and Dumber, I would argue, is a better comedy. But for mm-hmm. me personally. Mrs. Doubtfire, Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, Billy Madison. And the quotes in Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams is a legend off your damn rocker. Mm -hmm. And I think because of the story itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The divorced family and all this stuff, like it it hit as a kid. And uh, Robin Williams... Drive by Fruiting again. Pierce Brosnan. He hit James Bond in the head. Oh, that's right. Pierce um, Brosnan was in that movie. Trent literally cries at everything. That's not a. That's not a lie. Um, it's definitely more like heartwarming while still being extremely funny. And Robin Williams um, is just up there. But he's so. He's that's so my list. And because that movie for my sister and my mom growing up. Speaking of my sister, there she is right there. Um, that movie was definitely played more in our house. So it would be Dumb and Dumber. Sorry, Mrs. Doubtfire, Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. With acknowledging that Dumb and Dumber is... I mean, we watched Ace Ventura a lot and The Mask a lot, too. I mean, Jim Carrey was in his fucking wheelhouse right then. Yeah. In 96, 97. Unstoppable um, in the 90s. And so... Uh, but that's just nostalgic, and um, all those are great. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you with um, um, with the Adam Sandler movies. His big roles were were so. There's a lot of crossover, and it's just like I'm doing kind of this weird voice kind of thing. Yeah. Um, whereas I think a lot of Robin Williams movies, um, completely different, lost yeah. in the character, Jim Carrey. Completely different, lost in every character that he did, and his comedy was so different than anything we saw at that yeah. time. And then Tommy Boy is just like how many, so many iconic lines at that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think because Farley was so funny, and he, um, with him passing way too soon, I think that elevated that movie into the stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. that's why I think that. Of, as far as Adam Sandler movies go, Big Daddy was my favorite because it was the least over the top. It was still really funny, but it was a little, like... A little more grounded. Yeah, he, his character at least was more grounded. Like, Rob Schneider was still, like, the crazy whatever neighbor or, like, uncle, whatever yeah. the fuck he was. But, like, the, you the can relationship... You Right, the relationship between him and his kid was, like, it was way more like a real... It was grounded. It was good. Yeah. But, man, I remember listening to a Jeff Daniels interview where he's talking about when they offered him Dumb and Dumber and all of his reps told him not to take it. 
because yeah. they were saying that they were like Jim Carrey is is yeah he's really funny but he's an Ace Ventura guy and this is gonna tank your career because he had just done like the Squid and the Whale and um, a bunch of other shit like art movies and he was just like no I'm gonna do this because this is gonna be really difficult and I think that this guy's got it and so he did and it was it's still oh, Jeff Daniels's biggest movie a yeah. very serious actor it's still his biggest movie and I think he doesn't ever do comedies. It's like that, the other one, and then uh, Escanaba in the Moonlight, which is a fucking fantastic movie. If anybody similar to it. like, uh, I think a similar, not obviously as big, but a similar kind of vibe there was John C. Riley in Talladega Nights. Yeah, um, a very serious dramatic actor, and with his role in that, I mean for a lot of people that's when that that's like burnt in your memory how iconic and funny that role was yeah um and then he goes and then he on does to do Dr. a whole Steve bunch Brule. of comedies now <laughs> oh he's great he's doing he's great doing all sorts of shit but that's the same dude from gangs in new york that mm-hmm. dude it's crazy people like he, him jeff daniels that are movies. actually really talented and could do the whole scope so was robin williams it was just the opposite he went from comedies to dramas and then jim carrey as well just some talented motherfuckers out here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely talented. Uh, well, we got about 10 minutes, Nicholas, I believe. Cool. So let's get into... Uh, I want to send it over to you for this week in basketball. Who's that? Jermaine Dupree? I think it's yes, Jermaine that Dupree. Was. In the place that to was, be. For sure. This week in basketball, there's not a whole lot of news. It's the finals. That's pretty much all that's going on in, in the NBA. It's Lakers heat. Last time we talked, it was only game one. Now we're about to do game five. So shit has happened. No. Yeah, game five. So shit, is, shit has gone down. If you're asking me, game Friday five Friday night, is, game five. Game five is tomorrow night, so... If you're listening, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, it may have already happened. It may not have happened. Here's what's going to happen, though. Lakers are going to win, and they're going to win the the whole finals. Um, Of course. Of course. Big shout-out to Brandon Erickson, biggest Lakers fan I know. I'm literally recording in his spot right now. I really wish that the Lakers won't win. But it's they're just too they're – they're just better. And maybe not even necessarily basketball better, although LeBron is the best mind, basketball mind in the finals, and probably the best basketball mind we've had since Michael Jordan. Magic. Possibly even better mentally, um, like knowing the ins and outs of the game. But they just have size. They have size. And this is a year when the game has evolved into a shooting game. It evolved into a shooter's game in Jordan's era. And then it really, as soon as Shaq got out of the league, then it became entirely a shooter's era. But the top five shooters in the league are out. They're all injured. So this is the prime year for just a monster-sized team, like the Lakers are. Monsters. To to, to get this championship, and they're going to do it. They're going to do it. The Heat are undermatched. Goran Dragic is out, probably still going to be out because he has plantar fasciitis. He'll probably play. Maybe he'll still play because it's essentially the last game of the year so you know whatever leave it all on the floor jimmy butler is balling out but he, it's like him it's him and an injured bam 
and then Tyler Hero, they're just undermatched. So the Lakers, in my opinion, going to win tomorrow. Wish that they wouldn't because, again, not against the Lakers necessarily. I'm against Space Jam 2 and it being successful because we can't allow Space Jam 2 it's to so be ridiculous. successful. I've said it before. You think 2020 is bad. Wait until 2021 when Space Jam 2 comes out. Shit's going to get a lot worse. A lot worse. Um, is that... Okay, I've always wondered. Is that your main like thing that you're putting your hat on? Like, why do you why do you despise the Lakers so much? I don't despise... I mean, I really... I'm fucking with you guys. I am a Pistons fan, and so when I see the Lakers doing well, it just frustrates me so much because we're so bad. You guys have been very bad uh, ever since... Richard Hamilton was yeah. on that championship team. Rip Hamilton, yeah. Ever since, ever since the year after we won the championship, we just went downhill. But um, <laughs> I just see the Lakers, and it's the same thing with the with the New England Patriots. I'm like, y'all have had enough success. Let us have some, please. Sure. Please. I understand. I understand. Um, yeah. So it's a whole bunch of jealousy. It's a whole bunch of jealousy. That and the I don't. I think LeBron James is the third greatest basketball player of all time. And even just saying that sentence, people think that you're slighting him. To think that you're the third best to ever do something, that is insane. That's insane. But I, the more things that... <laughs> I'm sorry to your mom about the New England Patriots because I know she's a big-time Brady fan. <laughs> um, but that's fine. That's, Continue. The thing is... Any little bit of thing that LeBron has, everyone's just because of because of the I forget you know because it's recent. There's a recent bias to think, oh, he must be the best basketball player of all time because he's doing all this stuff now. And I'm just fucking tired of people saying that he's better at basketball. He's a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. There, he's not. He's not. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, and I'm tired of people saying that he's not. But also, the older I get, the more of an uphill battle this is going to be. And eventually, I'm just going to have to give up because people are stupid and I'm going to be outnumbered. That's not all that's going on this week in basketball, though. Do you remember this? Last week, Kyrie Irving decided to say to the press that it doesn't matter who coaches the team. In fact, the players can coach the team. Two days after they hired Steve Nash to be their head coach. Kyrie can't not tear teams apart. He's played 20 games for them. KD hasn't played any games for them. And he's an Steve, idiot, Steve bro. Nash has yet to coach for them. And he's already tearing the team apart. But we knew this was going to happen. We just didn't know it was going to happen this fucking fast. Didn't he say, wasn't it him and KD that like vouched to get Steve Nash there? Yeah, they wanted Steve Nash there. And now they're like, doesn't matter who's coaching. If you're Steve Nash, you, you got to be like, what? What the fuck, bipolar, guys? bipolar stuff going on right there. I, there, you know, maybe he's done some weird. Real shit. quick, real quick, because Julie just popped on. Happy belated birthday to our good friend Julia Paula. Hopefully, Julie is from, on moon. On moon, and uh, happy birthday shout out! And she, uh, Julie, you'll be getting your mug. Uh, hopefully within the next five to seven days, they're yeah. going in the mail. Yeah. 
Um, last little bit of basketball news. The Last Dance, you showed me this, the Last Dance DVD or uh, Blu-ray pack with four hours, was it, of extra footage we hadn't seen is on four, sale now for $50. Four, four, oh, pre-order. You can pre-order pre- it. It's going on sale at like Walmart, Target, uh, Best Buy, uh, November 10th. Um, it is getting the holiday season, so I did send my loved ones, hey, this would be a nice Christmas gift. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it has four hours of bonus content. So I'm pretty, like, it's like, oh, it's going to be on Netflix. Who cares? Yeah. But that's one of those series that I want to own, the hard copy. Yep. And um, the fact that we all knew it was going to have extra footage on there, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was, you, you didn't really have to twist my arm. I was already going to buy it. Yeah. So that that's pretty nice. It's already Emmy award-winning, and it will hopefully be an Oscar award-winning documentary. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it on Netflix, and then also go fucking buy it for the extra footage. And that's this week in basketball. I'm going to send it over to Trent Bruce for this week in wrestling. All right, I will be listening to that full song after we record. Oh, we only have two minutes. Gosh dang it. Um, it's okay. Um, that was Chris Jericho's uh, theme song in the WWE back in the day. Uh, one of the best wrestling theme songs of all time. Break the Walls Down. Chris Jericho, uh, EW celebrated 30, yeah, the GOAT, one of the biggest GOATs of all time in wrestling. Uh, 30 years of Chris Jericho. It's crazy he's been in the in the pro wrestling world for that long but not only has been innovative he's had so many changes in character and um he's really uh okay yeah um that's okay um shane's roasting rude uh a little bit of the bubbly right isn't that that guy so yeah uh they are releasing more champagne you can buy a little bit of bubbly uh, in celebration of chris jericho uh 30 years um also, Cody Rhodes is, again, the TNT champion. He won it back last night from Brody Lee um, in a dog collar match, which is very similar to a leather strap match, except they have a dog collar and a chain. It was bloody. It was a good fight. Um, we all knew. I all had, we all had kind of a feeling that Cody was going to win again. Um, his promos can, like, chill out a little bit. They're very long. He, like, tries to wax poetic, and it's, like, clearly he's trying to make up for lost time because he wasn't like a huge superstar in WWE and he's trying to be all like, I don't know. They're just way too long. Cut him down, Cody. Uh, Amber, Moon, uh, Amber Moon is back in NXT. Um, that's very exciting. Uh, she was gone for a while and she was in the main roster. She's back now. Uh, we've got 15 seconds. Uh, Mustafa Ali is the head of Retribution. The group's very eh, but um, uh, good for him getting that spot. Oh, Ferris is there here. We'll see you next Thursday. Dang it. We love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to episode 24 of another shitty podcast, Quarantine Edition. I'm Trent Bruce. You are also hearing from Nick Grace. If you guys would like to tune in live, during quarantine, we've been going live every Thursday at noon California time on Instagram Live. 
at Trent Bruce or at Sleepy Nikki G. But right now he's at Spooky Nikki G because it's the spooky month. It's October. <laughs> but if you guys would like to listen to us um, after we record, we host our podcast everywhere you can listen to podcasts Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, etc., etc. Type in our names or type in another shitty podcast so you can find us there. As always, Lolo Jones, sorry we ran out of time. We would love to have you on. Seriously, Lolo, do the pod. It's, a, it's about time now. All right, y'all. Have a great week and stay shitty.